1: John Ryma, 9 till 11, News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071. And
2: I'm a non-woman here doing this show over the next couple of hours uh, on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071, seven minutes after nine. The phone lines are open, 210-599-5555. Boy, that was some weird crap yesterday. Um, well, actually, it wasn't uh, the quite the great TV watching day I thought it was going to be. We had artist sketches of the Trumpster there being arraigned, being arraigned, arraigned on 37 uh, federal charges. First time ever in history, in the history of this country, a a former president uh, has been indicted on federal charges. And, you know, to say that no other president, and, and again, I know for some of you I might get an eye roll on this because, You're a Democrat, you're stupid, and you believe all the propaganda that you're spoon-fed about Donald Trump. Or maybe you're just somebody that thinks thinks he's a little inelegant. A little rough around the edges. You know, because technically he is of the peasant class. Uh, And maybe you think that because he's such an a-hole, he doesn't deserve the same treatment as other presidents that have gone before him. But he's obviously not in the club. You're going to roll your eyes. People like you are going to roll your eyes uh, when I say no American president has been treated as horribly as this one by his opposition. They have been at this guy since he came down that damn escalator, and you know it. And I know it. And if it wasn't uh, obvious to you until yesterday, there it is, baby. Orange man bad. Orange man bad, as David Van Camp says. And I like the speech he gave um I you know one of the criticisms I have, and I understand why he does it is that sometimes he just goes on way too damn long you know i he loses me after the first hour, and I love the guy, and I'm going to vote for him again because it'll be him it's going to be him uh you know I he and last night he I think my wife timed it out at like I don't know, it was under 20 minutes. But I, I what I want to know is I want to get your thoughts, <coughs> excuse me, uh, you know, if this, and I'm, I'm not calling for, I'm not predicting anything, but I just want to know if this thought was in your head last night like it was in my head. And I'm sitting there, you know, with my wife at the kitchen island, and we're watching this transpire last night, and uh, old Donald Trump starts talking about uh, the swamp, starts talking about indictments, starts talking about special counsels. uh and he said uh you know he, he put me back in office and there's going to be a lot of people going to jail i i am paraphrasing i don't remember the exact transcript uh, or the exact quote and oddly enough i've been trying to find a complete transcript of what he said last night and it's surprisingly hard to find uh online but he he did say that he said you know i get back in and i'm going to people are going to go to jail He routinely last night referred to uh, Joe Biden as corrupt, as the most corrupt president in the history of the United States. And do you know why he calls him that? Because he is. And I'm listening to Donald J. Trump say these things, and in my mind, I'm going, oh, man. (laughs) Do you have a target on your back? If he, again, if you didn't think he had a target on his back, uh, you know, prior to last night. Uh, you know, they greased uh, RFK Jr. Uh, predominantly because he uh, stated and actively went after the American mafia. Uh, they didn't like that. And a lot of people in the CIA didn't like that either. Uh, and they didn't like John Kennedy's... Uh, uh, annoying crap about vietnam and cuba and uh so you know i I, i'm not calling for anything i'm just saying that thought entered my head like you know what they are going to do anything to keep this man out of office and if you look at the playbook and the track record of this rabble of of criminals and that's what i think they are and i mean the political elite i ain't talking specifically democrat or republican oh mitch mcconnell's not going to engage in this funny that Guess he's feeling a little threatened too. I'm looking at Donald Trump last night, and I'm looking at his numbers. His numbers are ass kicking. There's nobody even close, man. DeSantis ain't close. DeSantis is the only one. Uh, I think in the 20s, nobody else. Everybody else is single digits. You know, Chef Boy RD there out of New Jersey. He's not doing it. He, he, I don't know who's more irrelevant, Hillary Clinton or or Chris Christie. He's just a big plate of cold lasagna. He was on uh, Fox News er earlier getting some website hits. But I'm looking at Trump last night, and I'm thinking, man, they will stop at nothing. And again, if you look at the playbook and the track record, we were uh, talking about this uh, on Ware and Ryma in regards to kids and the whole tranny trip. Okay, the the people who currently are in power, and I'm I'm describing the, the administration and the CIA, the Department of Justice, and the IRS, and Homeland Security, all of them, you know, I mean, uh, uh, the FBI, I mean, all of them, all right, they are not going to let that man get back into office. And if you look at uh, the border, okay, let's use the border crisis as an example, okay, I believe, and many of you do too, that the reason that border is open and all those people are swarming in uh, to the tune of millions, okay? I think we're actually up into the kajillions at this point. And all the nastiness that comes along with it, the fentanyl, the murder, the crime, the sex trafficking of children and women, okay? They don't care about any of that. They don't care who dies. They don't care who disappears. They don't care who overdoses. They don't care about any of it. They don't care how many cities in Texas and California are destroyed. They don't care. They don't care about any of it because it serves a political purpose, and the political purpose is to create voter blocks for them. These are people who used a pandemic, which I believe they uh, had a hand in creating, they used a pandemic where people were dying as a political opportunity. Th- that's what they're capable of. Okay, they didn't give a crap about anybody left behind behind in Afghanistan when they pulled up stakes there. Just want to make Donald Trump look bad somehow. Joe Biden didn't g- give a crap about the family, the guy and his kids that he blew up. Uh, who were just trying to deliver water, they they really don't seem to care about human life, do they? And they certainly appear to be capable of anything, don't they? As long as they get what they want. And what they want is absolute control and power, and they want all the marbles doing it. They are not going to let... You heard, it, you heard me say this. Call me out on it if I'm wrong. I hope I am. Uh, but they are not going to let that man get into office again. They're just not going to. Because here's the dealio. Here's what I now officially think. It's either going to be President Donald J. Trump or it's going to be President Kamala Harris. That's it. It's going to be one of the two. None of these other people matter. What do you think? 210-599-5555. Here's Lisa. Lisa, how you doing? Good, and you? Great. What are you thinking? I
3: know. They're afraid. Trump's going to get in the office. Borders will be shut.
2: The phones will be shut off, and they won't receive any more federal help. I, I, I look. We were talking about this uh, on where and Rima that a lot of the trans folks are they themselves are becoming weaponized. Uh, you know, I, 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 against the American people. This is an S show that we're about to see uh, befall this country. And, and, and well, you think it's an S show now. You just wait. It's going to get bad, and I was thinking that last night watching that man talk.
3: Yep. Yep. And when it gets bad, we're going to enjoy
2: it. Well, you know, I, I don't know. Buckle your seatbelts. You, you know, it's anybody's game at this point. Here's Greg. Greg, how you doing?
3: Oh, hey, Sean. Hey. Um, I just wanted to say that the D.H.S. is kind of uh, overseeing the Secret Service, and from what I hear, they're uh, they're not. They're not allowing Trump to get as much of the Secret Service uh, protection that he should be getting, um, and that's scary. So
2: That is.
1: That um, is.
3: And, yeah. Another <laughs> thing is, um, yeah, I served um, in the Marine Corps back in 90 to 94, but I used to worship. I mean, I loved, like, at the time, Dick Cheney and all that, right. and Herbert Walker Bush. And, man, I am so disappointed. With uh, George W. Bush, and you don't hear crickets. I mean, mm. about anything, and it's just—I'm so disappointed in this country and the way it's going. So,
2: well, thank you for your service. You know, we appreciate it, and uh, yeah, uh, especially for someone who served in the military, watching this stuff transpire has got to be just sickening for you.
3: But Dick Cheney, that that little snippet he put on about his daughter, mm. uh, Liz Cheney.
2: Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Looks
3: like a mean old man now. It's just it's just horrible. Yeah, it What's is.
2: Brother, I got to run, man. Thank you for the call. And thank you for your service once again. 210 599 5555.
1: San Antonio's News Traffic and Weather Station News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071.
2: 23 minutes after 9 on News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. I'm Sean. I'm your Uncle Sean. Is everybody having a good time? As we watch the country be systematically destroyed by communists and fascists and weirdos. Speaking of weird, you know, I this is so beyond bizarre. You know, my man Trey's been saying for a while that women are being erased. And I've been saying, well, I think women are being erased by this whole trans trip. Uh, but that's collateral damage, right? Because really what it's about is erasing men, right? Masculine dudes. Dudes who love their country, dudes who believe in the Constitution, dudes who will, you know, possibly take up arms against the bad guys if they feel the country is truly being threatened. they got to get rid of those dudes. They relabeled them as toxic. Trey's been saying, well, they're they're erasing women. I'm like, ah, well, it's it's happening, but I think it's a result of, well, you know what, I'm starting to see things the other way here. And I don't get it. (laughs) I don't understand it, but I think he's right. Johns Hopkins, I, I spent a, I've spent spent a lot of time at Johns Hopkins. Uh, if you really want to get shot or knifed, uh, go hang out in the parking lot at Johns Hopkins for a little while. It's a world-class teaching hospital, but it's in probably the worst neighborhood in Baltimore. But my old man had a lot of heart problems, so we spent a lot of time. At, his His primary doctor was actually at Johns Hopkins, so I spent a lot of time there. It used to be an institution of world renowned I mean it really really did you know it was it was the it was the they were the big leagues, and they're not that so much anymore. They have put out their new their latest online glossary. This is so stupid, it's unbelievably stupid. They have put out their online glossary, and I didn't even hear this story until I heard Trey actually talking about it driving in. They now have new definitions for lesbians and gay men because you know what? We need more stinking definitions for lesbians and gay men. Got to include the trannies. A lesbian, this is how Johns Hopkins now describes a lesbian. Parentheses, sexual orientation. You know, yeah, in case you didn't know. A non-man attracted to non-men. Let me run that by you again. A non-man attracted to non-men. The definition goes on. While past definitions refer to lesbian, and yes, I'm doing the finger quotes, lesbian, as a woman who is emotionally, romantically, and or sexually attracted to other women, this updated definition includes non-binary people who may also identify with the label. So, if you're a lesbian, and I love lesbians, I got nothing against lesbians. Never piss off a lesbian because they'll kick your ass. But I, uh, I've i been chased by a couple of lesbians, and not for good reasons. But I love them anyway. I Some of the longest-term... Monogamous relationships I have encountered in my life were lesbians, but now they have been relegated to non-man status. You're a non-man. Your whole reality now, according to Johns Hopkins, revolves around the idea of men. Guess what, right underneath that, the definition for a gay man is? A man who is emotionally, romantically, sexually, affectionately, or relationally attracted to other men. So, if you're a chick, you're a non man. If you're a man, you're a man. It's a man's world. It's a man's world, ladies. Lesbians. You don't freaking
3: exist. They're not going to stand for this. You're
2: a non man. Oh, my God. You're non men. Does that make me a non woman? Yes. I'm a non woman. Don Morgan, I don't know what the hell. what, What bathroom should I use? I'm a non man. Wait, no, I'm a non woman. Which means I pee standing up still. Eh,
3: some women do too,
2: and well, it depends on how tired I am. I'm just saying I'm now a non. I'm a non. I'm, does that make me a non woman? I'm still invoking the idea of women by saying I'm a non woman. I'm a non woman who's attracted to other well to to non men. So does that make me a non woman who is attracted to non men? Is that where we are right now?
3: This is so confusing.
2: This is so stupid. These. These are the people that brought us the feminist movement. These are the pe- The left in this country, you know, oh, my God. These, were the, this is the gener- these are the people that brought us Helen Gurley Brown. These are the people that brought us, you know, great. So I, I said a week ago, a little over 100 years ago, we thought women were too stupid to vote. A little over 100 years ago. In the span of about 50 or 60 years, actually about 100 years, thanks to the original suffragette movement, which then evolved into the feminist movement of the 60s and 70s. Women have made great strides in this country by being ass-kicking women, gay or straight. Just so, in the year in 2023, at the height of humanity's technical understanding and technical evolution, we now define lesbians as non-men. <laughs> well done, well done, you silly liberal pukes. Oh, my God.
3: International terrorists are saying, now that's a real hijacking. Uh, Way to go. you exactly. just stole everything.
2: You just stole womanhood from women, man. I'm going to show my breasts. I'm sorry. That made Don Morgan sit up there for a second. <laughs> Did he make a
0: hair stand I'm, on I'm his so head? proud
2: of my breasts. Hey, Don, I'm just living my truth, man. I'm going to show you my B-cups. They used to be D-cups, but then I went on that plant-only diet a few months mm. ago. Right. I'm a non-woman, Don. I'm a non-woman. I've noticed. Who was attracted to non-men? Yeah.
0: We've well, about, one we've non-man. About it
2: I, I love the non-man I'm. Wor- i married to currently.
3: Mm. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Address her as a non-man and see, all right, how, that all and see how that goes.
2: Yeah, right. Talk to a Chica from the you know from the West Side and call her a non-man and see how that goes. <laughs> right. Oh no, you. T- She'll start taking off her earrings. You and me is fixing the tussle. That's exactly right. what she would say, followed by punk ass. Right, it's actually non woman punk ass at this yes. point. Okay, yes, yes. Get, get it right, honey. Two one zero, straighten up. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five.
0: You are so going to die <laughs>
2: when this non woman gets home, shorty. Okay, we're going to have some problems. He's going to be non living. Yeah, <laughs> yeah not right. Non living, non breathing, non walking. Yeah. All right. Two one zero five 210-599-55, It's Sean on News Talk five fifty KTSa.
1: Info at your beck and call. The stunning developments. Stay tuned for updates. Just tell your smart device to play KTSA.
2: And we're back. New Stonk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. It's 941. Things are so strange right now. Just one more uh, uh, tranny story here, and, uh, you know, because it's Pride Month. Aren't you sick of it already? I'm, man, so freaking rainbowed out already. After seeing that Montoya dude's breasts the other day. You know what? Have a little class and respect for folks uh, who had breast cancer and stop showing off your, quote, top body scars. People who do that are genuinely making asses out of themselves. In regards to people who have to have a double mast- uh double mastectomy, you don't have a choice, right? You're either going to live or you're di- or you're going to die, and you have to have that done. And it affects women for the rest of their lives. And here you are prancing about like a jackass. <laughs> I'm so sick of it all, I am man. So, and then you have, and look, here's a story out of Huntington Beach, California. and We have the audio for that, right? And and I'm gonna I'm gonna tell you about the story and play the audio. And, you know, I, this is the future, the, the the near future of America, and where this is going to be all of us. At some point, we're all going to be in this position, one way or the other. And uh, th- this battle royale that I, I was describing, I've been describing for this first hour of listening to Trump last night and just knowing baby they are not going to let that guy back into the oval office and it doesn't matter what they're going to have to do to make that happen or to prevent that from happening because this country is on it they 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 want this country to be something completely different you know what before i get to the story out of huntington beach if you haven't seen if you don't feel like reading it you haven't read it you haven't read it in a long time or what have you you can find on lot or on on your TV there on the on demand stuff or whatever it's called uh, the 1984 version of 1984, starring John Hurt and uh, um, uh, oh, I just went blanking his name, uh, the big actor from the 60s and 70s, Richard Burton, uh, Julia Ormond. It, it, it's it, it's an incredibly accurate portrayal or rendition if you will in film of the actual novel and we're there <laughs> we're there man we're there in in many different ways we are already there which is odd because we're coming up on uh, 2024 and uh, i have an example here and then i want to talk about uh in, in, you know quiet quitting a buddy of mine sent me a an article on quiet quitting and and the the rates of folks quietly quitting around the globe, and that's troubling. But right now, uh, we go to Huntington Beach, which itself is kind of a conservative town for California. They got a conservative mayor there, uh, and we have a a California high school teacher. Dot dot dot. You know where this is going. Uh, And we have a teacher uh, who is showing her high school age kids. This is at Edison High School, again, in Huntington Beach. He's showing a a gay pride video during class. And I'm just going to let you listen to some of the reactions from the kids. Go ahead and play that fascinating audio.
3: Why are you
0: showing this to kids? Hey, I'm warning you guys now, if you're going to be inappropriate, I will have supervision down to all of you at Saturday school for next year. So
2: knock it off. Okay. Knock it off, you silly little people. What you heard there were the students going, Why are you show oh, turn this off? Why are you showing this to kids? Why are you showing this to kids? The kids are saying that. And the teacher, who I don't think I have a name on yet, it doesn't matter it's what she represents. The teacher threatens them. If you continue to be disrespectful, you're all going to be doing Saturday school and watching this movie. Oh yeah, this is a math class. That's a math teacher okay and what we found out later at least it's alleged uh edison high school they have not actually responded to this controversy i don't do not believe but teacher or i'm sorry students and parents are because originally the school said well that was just that one class no bullcrap apparently this was being shown in every class that's according to the students and their parents so If you are not in line with the orthodoxy, you will be punished. That's the future of America on this path that we're on right now. Man, I'm telling you, it's going to come to each and every one of us at some point. And it's going to be about you keeping your job. It's going to be about you being able to live your life in society. It's going to be about avoiding punishment or negative consequences if you not only are not in agreement with some of this crap, like there's only two biological genders, you not only have to merely give lip service to it if you want to keep your job or keep your life and say, yeah, okay, I agree with that or whatever. You have to be a frothy, buggy-eyed ally. You have to be a true believer. And that's where the fascism really starts to kick into high gear. And, baby, it's going to come to every single one of us. I tell you what, if they, if they succeed in keeping Donald Trump out of office, which I now absolutely believe is what they want to do, and they're going to do whatever they need to do to make sure that doesn't happen, uh, step two in that journey is they put Kamala in there, who is easily c- controllable. She's a moron. She's a black chick, too, so she marks off some boxes there, makes a little history and they can absolutely control her because she is a complete moron. And once we're there and once you know they they have a, an open road before them where they can just do whatever they want to do, baby. Yeah, it's going to come to your doorstep. Even if you're gay, even if you're a democrat. And that's what you hear in that school. Again, that's a math class. Have you looked at the proficiency levels of folks graduating high school, going into college, or going into the workforce, and their math skills in this country right now, especially in liberal enclaves, they suck. They're in the toilet. They're actually bouncing off the toilet, okay? And yet, in a math class, and I tried to watch the video, it is so freaking obnoxious. Every class, apparently, allegedly, was made to watch this video. All right, so what do you think about that? Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Coming up, why I can't stand Paul McCartney. That's next.
1: I think that they are smart. Knowledge. I learn things. They're entertaining, informative. Is power. Get some news. We get a lot of our news. That's where I get my news. News and information. Power up. That's where I get my news. On News Talk 550, KTSA, and FM 1071.
2: And we're back. News Talk 550, KTSA, FM 1071. We're short on time, so let's go to the phones. Here's Anne Marie. Anne, how are you?
3: I'm doing well, thank you.
2: What do you th- What do you think?
3: Um, well, I think your show sucks, and I'm gonna you think my show sucks. Why. Yes, let me give you a couple of reasons why. Sure. First of all, first of all, I am a lesbian.
2: You're a non man.
3: I I'm a non man, and I am so fucking proud of it. And all I-
2: right. Well, we can't talk to you when you drop the f bomb. You silly lesbian. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. What a waste of time! That chick had so much to say. I'm sorry, that non man who is romantically inclined towards other non men had a buttload of crap to say. She drops the f bomb in the first few seconds, and we can't talk to her. That was the easiest bet all oh, of year, and you screwed it up, man. She was going to educate you. You can tell me how, why my show sucks, and now I'll never know. Even though we both stand up for
3: lesbians.
2: I've gay supported people. gay rights my whole stinking life. I don't have to prove that to anybody. <laughs> you can ask my gay friends and my non-man friends. I was talking up lesbians a few little while ago about how some of the longest term relationships, some of the most successful relationships I've ever seen in my life were lesbians. I'm sorry, non-men. Anne's going to come on the radio. Now she's going to tell all her non-men friends that I hung up on her. Now she's out there, she's going to tell all, I could tell by the tone in her voice, she's going to be out there talking to all these non-men, he just didn't want to hit, he was so afraid of me that he hung up on me. No, you dropped the F-bomb, you silly weirdo. Holy crap. That could have been so much fun. I love it when people, I love it when the opening salvo is, I think your show sucks, and this is why. Yeah, but you're listening, and he called me up. And <laughs> Go make me a sandwich. You know what I mean? This is why nobody talks to you. This is why we could have had a discussion there, but you had to drop the F bomb, and I guess you probably feel like she probably feels like I'm oppressing her. I'm a proud non man who likes other non men, and I should be able to drop the F bomb whenever I want, and Sean's oppressing me. He took away my free speech as well. He took away my free speech as well as my freaking gender. Look at my oh. boobs.
3: You know. <laughs> <laughs> Man, she ruined it.
2: I don't you know what, Ann? I don't care how much you freaking hate me, because you're not listening if you hate me, okay? Johns Hopkins, the premier medical teaching school on planet freaking earth, is now calling you a non man. And I suck? <laughs> Holy crap. Ah, oh, what a bummer. That would have been so much fun. And we can't have her back on because she cussed, and you can't have them back on once they cuss. Oh, well. Hey, are there any other pissed-off non-men out there that want to call me up and educate me and tell me why my show sucks?
3: We'll do it next hour. Sometimes it does.
2: You know, I don't know. (laughs) But don't curse. Don't use the F Well, we can't keep you on the air if you drop a cuss word. I'm not oppressing you or shutting you down. And it's illegal. And listen to me. I know you're close because I can smell the dracar. Okay, come on. And, okay, you did that to yourself. You are not on the air right now because you are a dirty little potty mouth, okay? And you can't come on the air if you're going to do that. I was going to talk to you. James had made room for her.
0: She broke. And I'm not talking on his
2: couch. I meant, you know, he made room for her on the air. Right. She dropped the F-bomb. We had to drop the call. Yeah. Well, that sucks. It happens. There's an upset little lesbian out there. I'm
1: sorry, non man. Sorry. Sean Reimer 9 till 11. News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071.
2: Wow, man. Five minutes after 10 on News Talk 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean Hyde. Phone lines are open. 210 599 5555. 210 599 5555. But you can't cuss. If you cuss, they're going to dump you. There's just no way around that. It's a reality. It's it's that's the way. Hey, well, I, I'm regulated by the federal government. So if you're upset with me because I don't let you cuss on the air, talk to those guys, okay? And, and I'm bringing this up because we had a a caller, and it doesn't happen very often, but somebody who hates me and disagrees with me, and so and and I was gonna actually, James, I had prepared to carry her over if it got good. I was going to give her even more airtime after the news.
3: She was going to tell us about her kids and right. stuff like that. Yeah,
2: yeah, I was looking forward to it. Uh, you know, and, and, and just so we can state the rules here at the very beginning, and then I'll riff here for a few minutes, okay? If, you're, if you disagree with me, because this has been true as long as I've been doing talk radio and it's true now. If you disagree with me, if you hate my stinking guts, or if you're crazy, or maybe a combination of all three, you go to the head of the line. I will give somebody who hates my stinking guts more air time than uh, somebody who loves my ass and has been on hold for 40 minutes. If you hate my stinking guts, you go to the top of the list. You get on before anybody else does. And I tend to give folks more time who disagree with me than folks who agree with me uh and uh you know that's just the way i go that's the way i roll here on this show and and but but just one more thing of a you know bit of ex- explanation here and then i'll i'll take some calls 210-599-5555 what happens a lot of times and i've noticed this over the years and i've been doing i've been doing just talk radio now for like 25 freaking years okay People who hate your stinking guts or disagree with you want to make a big show out of it. That's what they're doing. They're making a big show out of it. And, but they don't actually want to debate the finer points of the conversation because usually their argument sucks, which I could figure out in about 10 seconds. So what they do is they drop an F-bomb or they drop an S-bomb. They, they do something that forces us to cut them off and drop them and then they can go around to all their little liberal pukey friends and say, see, that guy on the radio is so afraid of me and afraid of what I'm saying that he, he wouldn't let me talk on his show. And that's how it happens. root. I can almost hear the conversation, man. So I am just stating the rules of the gig here, uh, just so everybody knows where we are. You you disagree with me, you d- dislike me, you get on before other people, and you are usually given much more airtime than than somebody calls me up just to tell me how much I, how cool I am or all that stuff. That's just how I operate. It's it's more interesting radio, and you know what else? Sean's building bridges of understanding because one of the things you'll hear, and I am a. I'm a straight white man, and since I don't let other people label me, I ain't cisgender nothing. I'm a straight biological dude, man. I'm into chicks. Well, right now I'm into one chick, the one I'm married to, but you get the idea. And for a lot of people, I am the enemy. I am the worst human being. I'm freaking Hitler, okay? Because I'm a straight white dude. I am. I am the worst villain in the world. I'm freaking Darth Vader, man. That's you, and, and 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 apparently also I'm afraid to have the conversation. Don't you get sick of hearing that? Whether it's race stuff or it's gay stuff, well, you people just aren't. You're too afraid to have an honest conversation about this stuff. All right, let's have a conversation. We can't have a conversation because you're straight and white and don't understand. <laughs> <laughs> So, routinely, I am apparently afraid of the conversation and the debate that you don't want to have. I'm, I'm, you want to talk about race? I'll talk about race all damn day. You want to talk about sex stuff, gender stuff? I'll talk about it all damn day. And I'll tell you exactly what I think. And my ability, because I'm, I'm a pro, I'm professional grade, I'm pretty good at telling you what I think about stuff. The problem is a lot of people really don't want to have that conversation. They don't want to have the conversation I'm describing right now. Again, whether it's race stuff or gender stuff, climate change stuff, you know, economic stuff. The people who can't shut up about the conversation we're too afraid to have are the first people in line who don't want to actually have that conversation. Because then they would have to argue their point then they'd have, to, they'd have to actually sell this crap agenda to somebody. Because here, here's how things work. If you want me to see your side of things, and you, you think that I'm wrong somehow, and I'm filled with hatred, and I, my, my hatred is blinding me to whatever it is that you're putting out there that I'm not getting, if you respond to me with hatred, you ain't getting nowhere with me. And that's routinely what we hear and see okay we we don't see the people who can't shut up about equity uh ever being equitable we don't see people who claim they're all about choosing love first and yet they're just frothy and buggy-eyed with hate themselves yeah you know, and, and it, i guess you could just sort of claim the opposite of what this, this 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 puke at the white house this montoya dude uh, who flashed his uh, the girls there the fake girls there? You know he can do that, and and then what they do and the stupid little TikTok videos is that they act mystified by people having a reaction to somebody flashing their boobs on the White House lawn. Oh, I never intended to be profane or insulting. That's something you're doing. The sisters of perpetual indulgence. Oh, I don't know why these great people of Jesus are so upset with us. I thought they were all about love and forgiveness. I hate them. I hope they die. How many times have you heard somebody on the left say that about somebody they disagree with? What a bunch of crap, man. What a bunch of crap. So Anne, Mary Ann, or Ginger, or Sluggo, or Spike, or whatever your name was, you would have had plenty of time on the air to have a dialogue with me, as will as would anybody who disagrees with me. And you screwed it up by dropping the f bomb. You did that to yourself. You're the only reason you're not on the radio right now, telling people what you think. Two one zero five nine nine fifty five fifty five. Here's Mike. Mike, how you doing?
3: Yeah, you know something, Sean. <laughs> you know. You know, you know something I noticed about those kind of people is they're they're very angry. I don't know why they're so angry. These, yeah. you know, these these transgenders or these, you know, lesbians or men wanting to be women. I I don't know what the anger is all about. They they it seems like that these people are looking for a problem. But you know what? I think, Sean, I think that they're really mad at themselves because they know what they're doing is wrong. And by the way, for that for that woman that called in and dropped the f bomb, if you don't like Sean and you don't like the show, because you know who I am, Sean. Don't call the show no more. And guess what? You won't hear Sean talking no more. <laughs> think about that. You think about that. I, I was going to drop a bomb, but I didn't say it. But, yeah, like I said, if you don't like Sean's show and you don't like what he got to say, then, then find you another show to listen to. Try Don Lemon or Anderson Cooper. They fix your profile.
2: I don't yeah, know. I'm like, Lemon's on the air anywhere, man.
3: <laughs> well,
2: it's, it's pretty well, they, hard to they, find they these days. <laughs> okay. Mike, thank you, brother. Thanks so much, man. Right, we love Mike. Mike's a cool dude. He's a hard-working man. And Sean, he's so afraid of the truth, he wouldn't let me come on here and talk to him about being a lesbian in America. I think Mike's—I hate him. I hope he dies.
0: I think he said earlier, "Choose this love." Morning. What? He's on the East Coast somewhere. I think Is he really? I didn't, he's, didn't in he, yeah. he's in Virginia. he's in Virginia. He called earlier this morning. Really? To talk to Trey like at five a.m. or something, and he was in Virginia
2: truck driving is one of those things that i kind of wish i'd taken up you know what i mean i, I mean because I, I i actually thought about it, cause i had a buddy of mine who was a minister and he'd been a minister for years got burnt out left the ministry he was a 40 year old dude he went to trucking school became a trucker he's never been happier Right. He just loves it. See,
0: my dad did that when he got out of the Army. Oh, really? Because, you know, you, he kind of needed to decompress a little I bit. Oh, you know? Just <laughs> a little, yeah. <laughs> yeah, After the, all those years in the 82nd Airborne, I kind of need a little break. I need the some, so, a little chill here. Yeah, so he just took up driving a truck. And, uh, wow. You know, you know, so take me with him from time to time. It was a lot nice. of fun, a, yeah. y- a
3: year before I came here, I was on the road touring with uh, Randall King. Right. And you stop at every diesel stop to fuel up the tour bus, Right. right? I never saw more women truck oh, yeah. drivers ever, and solo. You One know, of my just... best
2: friends in the world, Grace, is a lady truck driver. She has her own company. She bought her own trucks. They are started from nothing. Badasses. Yeah, they are. They are. I love truckers, man. I, you know, but it, 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 the point being, and I want to get into this thing my buddy sent me here about uh, you know quiet quitting globally. It's really kind of frightening. But see, the issue we have right now in many things, it's not just the gay straight thing, it's not just the race trip, it's not a, is that we we truly are living in the me generation. Okay? The me generation of today makes the me generation of the 70s and 80s, you know, look like uh, Mother Teresa. I mean, really, I mean, it's YOLO, baby, it's all about me. And, li- and and really, the meanness <laughs> and the the narcissism that we're describing of, of just absolute self-concern and self-love is kind of the definition of evil through any scripture or any uh, mythological description of evil manifest uh, in the human condition. You're going to see narcissism and selfishness and greed. Uh, most of the seven deadlies are about self-absorption one way or the other. And the thing is, we all want our own truth. And, and it's not anymore this business of, well, I just want to live my life and be left alone. No, nope. now it's everybody's got to be an ally. Everybody has to agree with everything I say uh, and and want to do and claim about myself. And if people don't, then they're oppressing me. And I need to hate their stinking guts and hope they die. Maybe I'll help them along the way. That's really where we are, where where we are right now. I'm sure that chick is out there saying that I dumped her because I was afraid of what she had to say, because I am homophobic or something, oh, you were or afraid, filled with hate.
0: You were afraid of getting a fine.
2: I was afraid of. <laughs> I do need the job.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you know, we don't still. need the license yanked off the wall here. I, I'm a
2: few years away yeah. from being able to survive being a Walmart greeter. Okay, I'm I'm in I'm creeping up on the age group here, but I'm not you know. And uh, so I love the conversation that we're all too afraid to have that nobody lets us have. It's great. <laughs> nobody wants to have. Because if people started talking honestly in this country, I think a lot of things would turn around real quickly, but it's just not happening. So, uh, I'm going to take a break, then we'll talk about Paul McCartney. I'll finally get around to that. Before I was so rudely interrupted by that that non-man... Yeah, you know, I was going to talk about why I don't like Paul McCartney. 210 599 5555. That's coming up next. It's Sean on News Talk 550 KTSA.
1: Coming up, more solid info and entertainment to fulfill your mind's cravings. This is the Sean Rima Show. Hey, this is David Van Camp, and you're listening to News Talk 550 KTSA and FM 1071. Stay connected.
2: I, I, oh, my God, I hate this song. You know, apart from smack talking non men dropping the F bomb on my on my show, I can't stand Paul McCartney. You know what I don't like? Paul McCartney. I don't like Paul McCartney. You know what? I've never freaking liked Paul McCartney. I think his songs are stupid. Oh blah dee blah da. I think they're stupid and I, I think I don't know whose lyrics are more insipid, McCartney's or Michael Jackson's. Only problem is, McCartney writes Michael Jackson's lyrics, so, you know, I don't know. It all goes back to McCartney, who can't shut up about himself. And McCartney, now, I guess he's not quite rich enough. He He's, they're putting together a new Beatles song using artificial intelligence. And McCartney's out there running his liver puddly and trap about AI. Oh, AI. Oh, it's exciting, but it's dangerous. Exciting. Oh, we made a new Beatles song, you know. They've taken, a, they've taken a John Lennon track or of some kind. And he says the AI just dropped the guitar out. Man, Phil Spector could have done that from his jail cell. Okay, now they, they created something that didn't exist before using an AI version of John Lennon's voice. So Paul can, be a, can buy a little more non-bread and hummus Because I guess the prices must be pretty high in jolly old England. Paul needs some more freaking money. So he's got to pull a new Beatles song out of his ass. And I, I, you know, I just, I'm not a fan of his. And you know what else that Paul McCartney was going off in this interview I'm looking at? It's all over the place. They're, They're taking a song and they're making a new Beatles song using artificial intelligence. And, and Paul McCartney is another one of those guys that can't shut up about how he spends so little time online. You ever follow that guy? He's, he farts and he posts about it, man. That guy can't stop posting. That guy's got so many... Da- if Dave Grohl is within 20 miles of McCartney, he's got to go run and get a selfie. You know what I mean? I don't like Paul McCartney. I don't like his music. How does that make you feel? I saw him in 1989. I did. Okay? With his wife. You remember his wife and when she was really fleshing out the band with her extraordinary keyboards spent two hours i'll never get back talking about himself you know what paul he's also a slut he'll play with anybody i mean that guy will play with anybody right now who hasn't done a song with mccartney at this point Okay, I think he lives on
0: Dave Grohl's couch. You know what I mean? You know, you almost described yourself just now. Maybe I did. You know, talk about yourself for two hours and to play with anybody. I get
2: paid good money to talk <laughs> about
0: myself. That's why I'm here. That's maybe that's why. You There's detested. no BS. That's I am why paid to test Paul McCartney. He reminds you of He's yourself. Suck it out all the air from my <laughs> ego bubble.
2: You know what? <laughs> McCarty called me up and want a jam. I'd yeah. say, you know what? My buddy Randy plays bass. We're covered, dude. It's okay. <laughs> Randy's got to cover. We got the bass line fine. No, we don't need you. All right? Go play oh, with man. Everclear, you know, or somebody like that. I don't know. Everclear. I heard that song at the pool the other day, so it's been stuck in my head. What song is that? Santa Barbara. No. Remember how every Everclear song sounded like every other Everclear song? Uh I oh yeah I I, got, I digress. I don't like Paul McCartney. I just don't. I wish he'd shut up. Wish he'd shut up about himself. I wish he'd just be a cool old dude and just slide on the ice a bit. You know what I mean? <laughs> Making a new Beatles song. Um, Harrison's out there hanging out with Vishnu in the next world <laughs> going, "Oh my god, he's going to do another song." Uh, who's playing guitar, Paul? I'm dead. <laughs> I've been regenerated as a mountain goat. I'm reincarnated to so the Cat your guitar line. It's the worst Liverpoolian accent I've ever made. Here's Paul. Hey, Sean. I'm, hey. I'm a truck driver. How are you doing? Oh, Hey, man. How you doing? I love truck drivers.
1: Good. Um, yeah, quick story about Paul McCartney. This happened about 20 years ago. He was doing a tour. He gets to Australia. He wants to rent a limo. So he asked, do you have a hybrid limo? Oh, and they said, God. well, no, Mr. McCartney, not not here, but we can get one. He says, okay, get it. The closest one was in California. <laughs> so they put it on a plane and fly it to Australia. When McCartney found out, they said he lost his mind. <laughs>
3: <laughs> What's the I carbon footprint
2: of transporting yeah. a limousine around the globe? <laughs> so sir, Sir can't shut up about himself, can say he drives a hybrid. Oh, God. Yeah.
1: I can't stand
2: Paul McCartney. (laughs) All right, thanks, man. Thanks. You were nothing without Lennon. Everybody knows it. (laughs) Oh, come on. You think that guy would have made it on his own? Yes. Doing that 1930s bull crap he used to do? Yes. No, I don't. No. You're telling me a dude in 1963 could have rolled out when I'm sixty not, when I'm 64 and done all right? was better he looking. He needed
3: John, man. He was better looking That's than John. He was. The chicks like the oh, boy bands. Oh,
2: D blood. Yeah. Oh, all the Beatles got the action, man. Even nah. Ringo got it. Come on, man. They're Beatles. He, he played
0: all the instruments. Yeah. He didn't need a band. Did it all himself.
2: You're telling me yeah. he could have done that. Forty-year-old crap. He was thinking about at that time.
3: Don, do you get him on this one?
2: Go no, ahead. I don't like yeah. Paul McCartney. I don't like what he's. I don't like anything. He's probably a communist. I don't like him. He does very well off the free market system. Okay, he's the epitome of pop culture, and he's probably
0: a communist. All right, two one zero. I hate Paul McCartney. I think maybe one of your girlfriends left you for Paul McCartney. That's why you're so mad
1: anywhere, anywhere anytime.
0: anytime and it's just wherever you need it you can just go online and get it get
1: the sean ryman show wherever you get your favorite podcasts and we're back news talk 550
2: ktsa fm 1071 i'm sean it's ten it's been a fun little show today phone lines are open 210-599-5555 i, I got some pop culture stuff coming up but first i want to uh, talk about this uh Gallup poll, my buddy, uh, just sent me, and this, uh, this uh, came out yesterday. I imagine we'll start talking about this a little bit more near the end of the week when some of this other stuff has kind of cooled down a bit. But it's a new Gallup poll called the State of the Global Workforce 2023 Report. This came out yesterday. Um, what they have found, a Gallup's pretty uh, pretty straight up. Gallup, I mean, uh, I've been referring to Gallup for a long time, and they're, they're, they know what they're doing. They're, you know, they're they're fairly unbiased as far as I can tell in, in how they report their findings and their analytics. State of the Global Workforce 2023 Report. Um, Gallup reports uh, that over sixty percent of employees worldwide are, quote, unquote, quiet quitting. Quiet quitting is something we've talked about before. It's a phenomenon largely associated with younger people, Generation Z or whatever you want to call them, uh, in that uh, they have a job, but they do the bare minimum that is expected of them. They don't do anything extra, don't do anything special. And quiet quitting is when you're on that trip, bare minimum, and you start going a little bit below that line. You start doing slightly less and less as far as your job and your workload and what's expected of you. The idea is to get fired. Because if you get let go, then you can go get government assistance. And it's a worldwide phenomenon, apparently. 60%. Of all employees on planet stinking Earth, are now engaged in quiet quitting. Um, I, I think a, a lot of this has to do, to a certain extent, with COVID and uh, you know this whole idea of working at home. I also think it has to do with an ethic that's you know f- f- fairly solidly rooted in in the younger generation that it's all about me, and I, 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 younger folks, and I know I sound like an old fart, you know why? Because I am one! Get off my lawn! They go into a work situation not with the idea like you and I had, well, what can I do for this person so they'll hire me? What can I do for this person so they'll promote me? What can I do for this person because I want to do good in my job or I get pride out of it? Now it's, what are you going to do for me? it's almost an adversarial idea of employment that by merely wanting you to show up on time do the stuff that you agreed to do to get paid for it uh they see that as somehow repressive and oppressive and plus a lot of people just like sitting on their asses at home they've got this is what's this is where we are right now i think a lot of it is this woke stuff to a certain extent too because a lot of that woke crap creeps into work into the workforce, into the works uh, workplace. If my boss is unhappy with the with me, it's not because I suck at my job. It's because he hates me, because of something about me. I gotta be me, you know. It's just that whole thing. But when you're when you're globally at sixty percent of people quietly quitting. You're also creating a, a future situation that's not going to be good. You sort of need people doing stuff. <laughs> and, you know, And I'm, I'm going to be, be even more honest uh, with you. You know, I'm at this really, and I talk about this a lot, I'm at this really kind of cool, uh, liberating place in my life where I, I'm on the other side of 55. I pretty much accomplished everything that I set out to accomplish in my life. Everything that I wanted to do, I've pretty much done. I've also had, you know, my ass kicked by life for the past five years, and it's given me a slightly new perspective in in that, you know, what, my my job is my job, but my life is my life. My job is a part of my day. It's not my whole day. It's not my entire identity. I take pleasure in little things like going to H-E-B with my wife, running errands, hanging out with the cats well i I've simplified my perspective, which I think is kind of a should be a natural progression, I think, when you get to be you know in your mid fifties if you're fortunate enough to get there. but we're talking about people who are at the front end we're talking about people who haven't done anything yet, we're talking about people who haven't accomplished anything yet we're talking about people who actually may not have any desire whatsoever to accomplish anything. And we have created uh, an idea of life as being something that's kind of cool when somebody else is doing the work or somebody else is taking care of you. Lost is the idea that if the government is taking care of you so you can sit home and do nothing, that somehow it's not your money they're doing it with or somebody else's money who isn't quietly quitting, who does get their ass up and go to work. It's just kind of a general narcissism. And I know it's odd to hear me say that also because I have to be a certain, I have to be a narcissist to a certain extent because of what I do for a living. I'm on the freaking radio. (laughs) Not on the radio because I want to remain anonymous. I'm just saying there there really is this. I think if there's one great weakness in the human race right now, you know what? It's not hatred. Uh, it's not, uh, this raging, seething hate that everybody can't shut up about, shut up about. No, our greatest weakness right now is our self-absorption as individuals. It is narcissism, which culturally we celebrate with social media and TikTok and all this other crap, all this cultural crap. Uh, and uh, and it's brought us to a place where 60% of all the people on planet Earth who actually have a job don't really want to be there. Uh, very quickly, Sam, how are you doing?
3: Good. I Like the person who was cussing earlier and what you're speaking about right now, I have an acquaintance that fits that perfectly. Went to college, went to University of Texas, got a 1,000 degrees, and then didn't, Right. Go to the workforce and, hey, they're taking out of my pay, my student loan. Mm. Oh, so then stops working, becomes an independent person. So that way he doesn't get a paycheck and Uncle Sam right. can't take out the student loan. And then cusses and is mad because doesn't have any health benefits.
2: Doesn't have any what? Wild-
3: person. Doesn't have any health benefits.
2: Oh, oh, they I got gotcha. you. employed. Yeah, well, so, it, I, I, I'm just up against a wall here. They, they want, they want it both ways. They want all the free crap without having to do anything. You know, I got to take a break. and I want to pick up on something when we get back.
1: In the morning time makes me think about different things going on in the world. Just what you need to start your day. I listen every morning from the time I get up. I get up early, early in the morning. Get your day going. A little help from your friends. You get by with my friend. you can't beat it on the way to work. On 550 KTSA and FM one oh seven one.
2: And we're back. New Stock 550 KTSA FM 1071. I'm Sean. Hi. What a busy, busy little show it's been. Um, let me tell you about this. This is uh, something happy and positive here. Uh, Operation Interdependence. We do this every year. Uh, I'm so proud to always be a part of this. Brought to you by Kitchen Designs by Giovanni. Operation Interdependence this is where we ask you to donate a bunch of stuff to give to our folks serving overseas. It's just life stuff, everyday stuff that you and I take for granted: chewing gum, playing cards, little packs of crackers. I mean, things of that nature. A toothbrush, a comb. Even better, write them a letter. You know, let them know that you're still thinking about them. If you go to the website ktsa.com, there's a page there for Operation Interdependence. All of our sponsors, our drop-off locations, and all the uh, uh, locations are listed there on the website. Plus, we have a complete list of the items that we're specifically looking for this year. And you, you drop that stuff off, and we send that out to our troops. This goes through July 4th. Uh, and, uh, you know, it's, uh, it's something that I've been doing here at KTSA every year for 12 years, and I just love it. It's the least we can do. for The folks serving overseas uh, brought to you by, uh, in part by the Institute for Functional Health. Southwest Metal Roofing Systems, Airtron, Window World Specs, and River City Rock Tops, KTSA.com. This is a really trippy thought, but it's absolutely true. And I'm not really into I, I You know, the, the new Flash movie is coming out in a couple of days, and everybody's talking about that because it's another multiverse movie where they're going to bring back all these other Batmans and Superman's going to be a chick. I'm sorry, a non-man. And the big first off, okay, they already did this with the damn Spider-Man movie, okay? Can we get out of the multiverse at some point so we can stop bringing back old actors from old franchises? But the big thing is that Michael Keaton is going to makes his return as Batman. He's going to play an older version of Batman. And do you guys realize that it, it's the year 2023? Go back in time to the early days of the summer, I believe, of 1989 and wrap your mind around the fact that in the movies, how many years ago was that? Like 35? So like, God, I did the math. So that's when I got into radio was 1989. I think it's like 35. I don't know. It's 40. Oh, oh, okay. Oh, 34 years. Okay. Don Morgan says, well, consider this 34 years later. Michael Keaton is Batman in the movie theaters. Indiana Jones is back. And we got a Little Mermaid movie. (laughs) 34 years. You know, you could blink. Could you imagine hopping in a time machine like the magic time machine and and fast forwarding from the summer of 1989 to now? You'd be like, you guys got no no better ideas? It's just kind of weird, isn't it? And uh, I actually would I might be curious seeing Michael Keaton do Batman again. I think I'd, people have been talking about that for a lot of years. I really like those movies. I thought they were really good. The the original Michael Keaton movies. Uh, Indiana Jones. Uh, I smell wokeness. You know what I mean? Don't just smell wokeness. And Harry's eighty, man. Harry is eighty years of age. OK, he he snaps that whip. Now he's got to take an eye out his own. You know, I, I'm just. At what point do you I mean, God bless him. I, I just hope I hope the new Indiana Jones movie doesn't suck. I suspect it will, but I hope it doesn't because holy crap, that would mean the last two Indiana Jones movies are horrible. Remember the uh, what was the one called that came out? Uh, Kingdom of the Crystal Ashtray or something like that. Kingdom of the of the Glass Brandy Snifter. I don't know what the hell it was. But that movie sucked. It was horrible. So I hope the new Indiana Jones movie doesn't suck, but you never know. Uh the, the the Flash movie, yeah, I I I don't really do DC movies in general because DC I never I never was a big fan of DC comics when I was a kid because Marvel was so much fun and DC I used to call depressing comics because it was all dark. Superman always had an existential crisis. Batman was just dealing with bipolarism on a routine basis. You know what I mean? They were all really seriously messed up people, kind of like Congress right now. And so I never got into the DC thing, but the Marvel thing was always a lot of fun. I think the movies have really captured the spirit of Marvel, but I am kind of done at this point with even Marvel movies. I've gotten to the point now where I I I I'm so. I, what did we watch over the weekend? Oh, we watched um, Dungeons and Dragons: Honor Among Thieves. Was
3: it good? Was it good?
2: No, it was Damn. horrible. It was so lame. And I used to play D and D, and the movie is nothing like the game. It's just really not. Chris Pine. Makes even less sense doing a D D and D movie as he did doing a Star Trek movie playing Shatner's old character, basically. But you know what I really didn't like about the movie? I'm just done with all the big digital computer animated stuff, the all the CGI stuff. This movie, the whole th- you could just tell the whole thing was shot in a closet in Burbank, with the walls painted green. I'm just kind of done with that crap. I, You know what the kind of movies I'm gravitating towards now are small movies that are just about normal human beings doing stuff? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? I want to see just like a crummy little indie flick that's black and white.
3: Oh, like Gino's Wife.
2: Yeah, like the the movie I borrowed from you that you're in uh, Now We Know a year ago. Remember when I borrowed that movie? You said, don't be that guy, Sean. Don't be that guy that it's six months later and you still haven't given my damn DVD back. But
3: it's It's right up your dude. It's right up your alley
2: though. As far as the
1: movies you want to see. I
3: know. I just gotta find a way to watch it because now I don't have
2: any way to watch DVDs. We have. We could build furniture out of all the DVDs that we own. Okay, in my little family unit there. We can't watch a single one of them. Not. Thank you, James. Thanks to Elaine Rodriguez, Don Morgan, and my good brother, Trey Ware. Spread the love. Don't be a jerk. Bye. First of all, I am a lesbian. You're a non-man. First of all, I'm a non-man, and I am so fucking proud of it. All right. uh, Well, we can't talk to you when you drop the F-bomb, you silly lesbian.